smaller updates, new start menu, things happening in the background, Android apps, free upgrade. What else can you ask for? So guys, let's talk about Windows 11. Finally, let's do it. Welcome to In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. This is a tech podcast all about you, the listener. My aim is to educate, inform, and most importantly, empower you with the tools that you need to face this ever-changing world of technology. So let's get into it, shall we? Okay, guys, so there was a lot, a lot, a lot of great content here, but I'm going to go through them in kind of my own pace and stick on things that I feel like need a little bit more attention. So first and foremost, snapping. We have been snapping Windows for years in Windows. Um, It's something that you have to install a third party tool for in macOS. Something that comes out of the box in most Linux distributions, but in Windows, Windows, they've been doing it right. So with Windows 11, we're going to get snap layouts, and these are going to produce layouts based on your screen size. So here's the thing, guys. We're not using these 4x3 monitors anymore. We're rocking 16x9 monitors, big, gigantic, wide screens. We're not rocking two monitors anymore. Usually we're just having one very large wide screen monitor on our desk. And I feel like we kind of have room for these layouts, especially the ones that give us three vertical columns and giving us three apps on the screen at one time. I think that is really sweet. Additionally, when you snap things, sometimes you have a Firefox window that you snap with a Reddit browser window or vice versa. So this is why you have snap groups which appear in your taskbar and you can expand those, minimize those and rock with those and work with those however you like. I think that that is pretty freaking cool. So you know how when you're connecting an external monitor to a laptop and you disconnected and then you reconnected and all of your windows are gone well now when you reconnect windows remembers where those windows were pun intended and puts them back in the correct place so that you're not wasting your precious time throughout the day heck some of us are developers some of us are administrators some of us are managers and when we're connecting and docking that laptop we want our stuff to appear exactly the way that it was before we disconnect it. So now Windows will actually do that. Additionally, we're having multiple virtual desktops. So here's the thing. Windows has had virtual desktops for a while now. They've never been good. They're not entirely the most discoverable and easy to interact with, but now they're adding it so that you can actually customize them and have one for work, one for home, one for play. And while I'm excited, I'm a little mad on this because it really should have integration built into the taskbar so that you can actually see outlines of the applications that are running 
on each desktop and you should be able to switch to the desktop with one click versus multiple clicks of how you do in Windows 10. So we're not there yet on virtual desktops in Windows, but hopefully as the builds continue, as the betas continue, maybe we can get true virtual desktops built in the way that Linux does it <clears throat> the right way. Um, Teams, Microsoft Teams. So there's going to be Teams integration built into Microsoft Windows 11. And this is actually kind of confusing, especially due to the fact that Teams is more of a enterprise application, as I've seen, versus being like that universal chat application. Skype is still around, people. Now, Skype for Business didn't exactly work for a lot of businesses, even though it worked fine for the organization that I'm a part of and the organization before that using Link and things of that nature. But Teams is becoming this kind of global thing, but I feel like they kind of already had that in Skype. So I wonder what is going to happen with Skype, which is kind of like your consumer-facing platform and the people that use Teams are the people that are used to using it in an enterprise setting, while the regular consumer, the people that are going to be using Windows 11, they're used to Skype and not Teams. So this is definitely going to be interesting. I would have loved to have seen the choice during installation of Windows 11. Hey, would you like to use um, Microsoft Teams or Skype as your kind of de facto communication platform um widgets widgets are coming back and they're going to be powered by the cloud we will see how that goes i believe that widgets can be very very good it's just when we first saw them i believe in windows vista they were a little half baked but now i feel like these could be solid these could be solid i personally use them on my kde plasma desktop running kubuntu things are great i love having a widget that just keeps me up with my system performance how much ram is being utilized what's my cpu cycles things of that nature i think that's really good next up tablet mode tablet mode improves so let's just say you're working with a Microsoft Surface. You you love your Surface. You're one of those guys. And there's nothing wrong with the Surface. The Surface is an excellent enterprise device and can be an excellent home device. So you rip off that keyboard. keyboard they give you larger tap targets, gestures that are based off of the same gestures that you would use on your trackpad, voice typing, and more. Now for the gamers, auto HDR. So if the game can run it and your system is capable, auto HDR. Now, Last, let, let's go to a quick break and let's talk about two very, very interesting things, which one kind of takes a jab at Apple and the other one kind of does too. But let's talk about it. Okay, and the biggies. First and foremost, the Microsoft Store, the Microsoft App Store, it's been rebuilt. And here is where it gets interesting. So if you want Microsoft to kind of handle all the background, all that payment stuff, they'll do it and they'll take their cut. But if you want to provide your own commerce system, you know, kind of like the way that Apple doesn't let you, you know, <laughs> the way that they won't let you. 
then you can do that. You can do that, and Microsoft will get none of the cut. And I think that is incredibly forward-thinking, and I think that it's great that Microsoft is giving people the option versus, you know, how typically Android and Apple, especially Apple historically, kind of does not want to let down. Additionally, we're getting Android apps, of course. Of course, we're getting Android applications, but they're coming to the store and it's utilizing the Amazon App Store as a backbone. So first and foremost, this is kind of like a staged approach. So you have to have that Amazon account and utilize the Amazon App Store and then pull them through the Windows App Store. And I think, you know what, is that a small price to pay? I would have honestly loved to see Google Play integration because here's the thing, with Google Chrome and Chrome OS, you can run Android applications. So my questioning behind this is, couldn't they kind of like package that into Chrome, put Chrome in the Windows App Store and kind of get Android apps as a proxy? So if you have Chrome and the Play Store kind of apps, then you could do that. That's Those are questions that I have no clue about, but these are just theories and thoughts that I'm putting into the air. So I definitely think with the rebuild of the Microsoft Store and Android apps via the Amazon App Store, I think those are two of the most interesting stories that come out of the Windows 11 announcement. Now, guys, we covered a lot of really cool things. Tell me, what's your favorite feature coming out of Windows 11 that should be released hopefully in the fall um, of this year? So, guys, until next time, tweet me at Dexter underscore Johnson. Let's keep the conversation going, and I'll holler at you. Thank you for listening to another episode of In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. I'm hoping you're coming away more empowered, educated, and enthralled in the technological world. Be sure to tell a friend, share this episode, and follow me on Twitter at Dexter underscore Johnson. And most importantly, stay tuned for future episodes. Until next time.